this. He's the Saber Advisors audio experience. So, Corey, do you want to jump well, I, in? Well, I'll, I'll, sure. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by, by passing. Uh, I'll st- I guess I'll start it. Okay. We, I know we had talked about wanting to discuss Canva and other ways of utilizing social media. Um, but I'm going to take I'm going to take the what I've learned about social media approach and share that as, as someone who's more in the old school world who has come around, uh, uh, I think, dramatically, not to pat myself on the back to the whole social media um, world and, and loving it and learning on a daily basis. And I know we have a lot of digital army people in our small group thus far, and, and they're familiar with it, but those that aren't, um, my name's Corey Zelnick and I have a small boutique company here in New York city. Uh, there are seven of us that make up the team and I've been doing this for, uh, about 30 years and I've come a long way in terms of making the adjustment from old school dinosaur to heavily inundated with social media and bringing it into my practice. And we have gotten such rave reviews in our community um, that the the p- people that beat up Jason uh, Ciano in the early stages uh, of this social media world are the are people now beating me up about it in a fun sort of way because my world, the New York City marketplace, is really so unfamiliar and not attuned to how social media is used. So I'm getting a kick out of it the same way I think Jason did. Um, so we continue to grow uh, besides uh, putting out our properties, uh, which I think is just, that's the social media 101. And we're doing our best to expand upon that. Uh, we've added our personal, my team puts their personal approach to the social media. And almost everybody, all of us can point to one thing or another that has has led to something at the very least, a conversation related to possibilities of transaction at, at, at the very least. At the very most, I will say what I have found to be tremendous about the social media interaction is the people uh, that are a part of it. Uh, the people that I have come to know, um, you know, Jason and I know each other 20 odd years, but we've come to know it, know each other differently and better through this uh carrie you know i am number one in the carrie bob fan club and it is truly um because of so of social media and it's wonderful and we've developed a friendship and we haven't met and beth azor who's not here someone you're all familiar with um uh russell helbing all the guys that i've known i've gotten to know better because of social media and i just I, I can't, you know, I look forward to wh- whatever may happen because going forward, it, it only gets better. Um, and, and through, through this, um, Justin Corinnes, who, who he's probably at a meeting or something, you know, I brought, I brought him some business because I got to know Justin, uh, as a professional through, through social media. And, um, I'm going to, I'm going to sort of end there because I, 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 I'm sounding a little redundant, but it is just such a tremendous tool in terms of learning about people on, on a personal level and learning their skill set uh, through a through a personal approach. And I find again, I'm doing this a long time, and I found this and continue to find it tremendously rewarding. And um, Corey, I have a question I, yeah. for you. So sure, as someone who wasn't active 
on social. And then, I mean, you've come a long way. What was one of the first tools or tips that you learned about that was kind of like, not necessarily game changer, but it was kind of like, okay, this helps a ton. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know that it was either. It was just maybe a tripping over um, LinkedIn a little bit more. Like I was on LinkedIn, but here, here mm-hmm. I was, here I was over a year ago when, when all, the whole COVID hit and, you know, there was, you'd be lying if you, if you didn't know that there was a fair amount of downtime in the beginning of all this, when everybody was figuring things out. And here I was focusing on LinkedIn and what we were posting and, and what I was seeing other people posting. And so I, I grasped that and I, and I spent time with my uh, marketing person, uh, Stephanie Malloy, who, who's, you know, my, you know, my all time fave. And uh, then I started to go further. Um, my first, I think my first step further was actually calling Jason and spending some time on the phone with him a about what was going on in, in the world and life and personal, all that stuff, but then talking about the social and then, and then something dragged me into Instagram. I don't know what it was. And we started to play with it, uh, internally. And it probably took me four or five more months after that to, to quite frankly, loosen up about maybe putting myself on camera and, and just, sort of letting it rip. I, I don't know. I don't know how to edit. So anything you see is unedited. I just do it and it just sort of flows. And I, you know, I talk a little business. I talk a little physical fitness. These are things that interest me. I talk about my daughter. I talk about my fiance, whatever the case may be. And so I've loosened up to all of that. So I think the, the trigger just came from looking for something to do to, to advance business and life at a point where nothing was going on. Yeah. yeah. Adam, did you have yeah. some some points or tips you want to hit? Because I'll go into some of the Canva yeah. uh, tools and things like that. Sure. So just to to set it up, on you know, I'm Adam Convisor with uh, Convisor Property Group, or more affectionately known these days as CPG, as part of our sort of branding change. We're a boutique house in Boston uh, with the uh, uh, five brokers and support. Um, we, you know, I started seeing people I respect in the business like Jay Ciano, um, who I've known for many, many years, I started seeing his stuff daily and daily. And I sat very much on the sidelines and still to this degree, you know, today I feel almost embarrassed to be hosting uh, something on social media because I feel like a lot of times I'm on the sideline and, and I watch all of you and I get encouraged and uh, you know, to get out there. And and I hear the the comment all the time, don't let, you know, good get in the way of great. Um, You know, and so that's the thing I struggle with, but I've noticed just in my market with the limited amount that we're doing, you know, that we are getting recognized as, you know, as a leader in our world or people are, are, it's validating who we are and they start to see, you know, our team, see who we are, what we're listing, you know, the deals that we're doing. And we are getting actually tenants and engagement saying, you know, I I see your stuff everywhere. I see you're doing this. And uh, I'd really like your help, you know, you know, finding a finding a spot or I'm interested in one of your listings. I think it's it's just another channel for us. And it's I feel like it's the modern day, everyday ICSC where you're able to really network, build your brand and, you know, communicate and tell people who you are. So I but I'm definitely intimidated by not so much intimidated, but I I struggle with having a consistency. And I, and that's the thing I respect the most about, you know, what, what Jason is doing. I mean, he's like Lou Gehrig, you know, he's like every day out there or Joe DiMaggio rather, 
he's like every day he doesn't miss a beat and that's the thing i, I fall down on is how do you maintain that level of consistency and, I, and that's where i think where you're gonna where you really are gonna see results because unless you're doing it every day uh you know or or having you know having that consistency that's where i struggle so i'm really curious to learn from everyone that's here and that's what i love about you know the digital army and social media is that it's a network and people aren't people are so open to helping and i feel like you just you're just learning it's constantly learning from everyone but it's the consistency thing yeah i think i think that's really important too and i would tell people that when I first started out, I was posting every day too, because everyone talks about consistency and that's how like the algorithm works is if you're posting every day. But there was a big difference between posting for the sake of posting. I would say that was the number one mistake I made starting out was posting every day. And some of it wasn't super meaningful to my audience. And it was just like noise. And so I think coming up with a strategy and having, and even if you post twice a week, but it's really good content, that's better. Um, I mean, Jay has been doing this for so long that he's developed really great content and he can do it more frequently than a lot of us. But um, I think for, for those of us that are like dipping our toe into, okay, how do you create content that our audience wants, not for us? And one of the things like... I've pivoted a little bit on the content that I'm putting on my personal Instagram because people are responding so much to the tips and like insights into social, but I'm doing more of that because that's what people want and that's where my engagement is. And so I think listening to your audience and understanding what they want from you and then building your content pillars around that. And it, it changes all the time. Like my, my, voice, not my voice, but like the, the categories of things that I've, I'm posting way more insights now than I was at even the beginning of the year. Um, and so I think that's helpful too. So don't put so much pressure on yourself, <laughs> Adam, to post so much, just come up with things that your audience wants from you. And I think the stuff you're posting is great. I love how you're balancing personal things with professional and it becomes, it becomes really personal. Like Corey, to you said when we finally do meet in person, it won't be like meeting. Right. Exactly. I know you so, so well. I'm telling you when I saw, when I saw Beth Azor for the first time uh, last week, about a week and a half ago, you know, we just, we, we like hugged each other. Hello. Like we were just family members and, you know, we were just seeing each other again and we had never met before in person. It was, fa it was fabulous. Um, before Jay, Jay, before you dump, before you jump yeah, yeah, in, guys. I just want to throw this out. I, I sent a note to, to the people on the panel that I, I have, unfortunately, I have, I have to dip out at 1130 and I don't know structurally from Clubhouse if somebody has to take over in some fashion in order to bring people up after 1130. I, don't, I just don't know the format on that. You know what? Just invite somebody else to be a moderator and then you're good. All right. How do I do that? <laughs> just click click on, on one of our faces. And okay put uh make moderator or whatever just click that okay thanks go ahead Jay. you'll be good to go okay. yeah so i mean i i just uh well first and foremost you know obviously super humbled by the impact that i've had kind of for sticking my neck out early on um and you know 
to be completely honest, the reason that I started to do it was because I felt vulnerable, you know, in the industry five years ago. Uh, and I had that kind of, you know, I had that gut feeling that, you know, over time, if we didn't use different tools and technologies and, you know, social media was one of the big things I thought could be a difference maker in our industry, which is so archaic. Um, and that's why I stuck to it, you know, Corey, through the, you know, the, the, the constant, you know, shit talking and negative things that I'd hear from primarily people based in New York because they're just too cool for school. That, the that's the right. Country, the, the rest of the country is a little, <laughs> little cool, cooler, if you ask me. And that's, I'm, a, I'm a New Yorker, so I could say that. Um, you know, so I just think that I like to be surrounded by people that want to see other people win um, as opposed to want to keep people down and pray for their demise, which is kind of how I came up in the industry. And it's, you know, it's sad to say it, uh, you know, when I hear it come out of my mouth, I actually, you know, I, I just feel bad saying it, but it's the truth. And Corey, you know how that is. So, you know, what I've found through social media in, in, by the way, in business and beyond, right? Like I, I've met really cool people that uh, have had value to my life in social media world, so to speak, that are not necessarily in real estate, but I've been able to apply what I've learned from them into my real estate business uh, and pass that off to you guys. And, you know, and by the way, like I, that's why I've been able to actually add value and I think inspire other people to do it. But I, I just want to, uh, I want to underline and highlight a few things here because it's very simple, guys. Done is better than perfect. That's one, right? The only reason that you guys are talking about me the way that I am as this person who's constantly creating content is because I couldn't give a shit about other people's opinions because I'm doing things that are that are real to me and that, you know, I'm not like trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm just turning the camera on me like social media it's funny people like to talk negatively about social media like it's it, it's a negative thing it's actually not but it can expose you if you're not a real person and you're not being authentic you're not not being honest if you're trying to be this way on social and then you're another way in real life you'll just be exposed um so i just want everybody to realize that the all you need to do is create more and more and more and more and more and more and more content because this is about generating awareness, adding impact, providing value to others that comes back to you tenfold. I'll shut up now. Go ahead, Karen. So guys, I was going to say that too, that like when you're first starting out, creating content is hard. You're, you're sitting down being like, what am, what am I talking about? Where am I going? What, what should I say? Does this sound stupid? Is this the right once you do it more and more, it gets easier to knock out better quality content. It's just like a muscle. You also, by the way, Carrie, you know, if you listen to if I, I would recommend you guys jump into rooms that have, you know, marketing beasts in them that have nothing to do with real estate. Yeah. Learn from learn from some of the best marketers on the planet. Right. Like love or hate Grant Cardone. He's one of the best marketers on the planet. You can't deny it. Right. So, you know, you can learn so much from these people who are so much better than me. Right. Like, guys, where do you think I get this from? I didn't create it. Right. So but I just apply it. I'm not afraid to apply it. And it's it's a muscle, Carrie. You're you're spot on. 
you know, like the first time I turned the camera on myself five years ago, it was awkward and I looked different. I felt different. And I was getting a phone call, but there's been so much positive impact in my life as a result of these tools that I look at as accountability for myself. And, you know, Corey, you and I did 75 hard and stayed in touch through social media. And I mean, I've become a different person as a result of these things in such a positive way. And, um, you know, it's, you have to realize that it could have such a bigger impact on your life than just doing more deals. And then also I just want to add guys, I'm, just leaving Charlotte, North Carolina with my family. And I just met Aaron Zucker for the first time in person. And Aaron and I are wrapping up a pretty sizable deal. Uh, and, and it's, you know, it, it, it's so funny because I sit down with him. We, 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 we hugged each other. We felt like we knew each other for a, a long time before we just met in person. And that goes to show you that real relationships happen on social media. Yes, that's without that's, a doubt. Yeah, so so factual. I, I'm sorry, Adam, yeah. and I and I think that with respect to the social media and the learning about people, you know, there's there's a direct tie-in that I see to that and the business, and, and that's a, a term that I use often. It's a long game. You get to know people, you get to know their families, you get to know about them, and then when business comes, it will come. And, and none of our business is instantaneous. So it's all, it's all about a long game and it's planting seeds and it's getting to know people. And, and, and I saw he hopped on and, you know, Gabe Gonzalez, man, I, I love you. I love, I love, I love the, I love the posts. I love talking with you um, online and, and what have you. And it's, and it's great. And, and, and things have continued to solidify that I know, Will, will be for, for for the long run, and and that's why I ha- I harp on the long game because it's it's both personal and business, and it will be advantageous to everyone. You, you know what's what's pretty cool that I just want I want Carrie to jump in for thirty seconds. Like the reality, guys, is each and every one of you that's in this room right now is an influencer. Whether you actually look at yourself as an influencer or not, you are. And Corey, like you're, you dove into social head first and kudos for that. And, you know, it's been so fun to watch you do it. Uh, and I know you're having a good time, which is the most important part, but you know, Corey, you, whether you realize it or not, or you stop to think about it or not, you're an influencer, man. And there are plenty of other people that are going to jump in as a result of seeing you do it. You know, I could say the same thing that you're going to say. And if somebody doesn't hear it from you, so to speak, I, the same words that I might say or a bunch of other people might say on the Internet, if it doesn't actually come out of your mouth, Corey, it could be something that I said that you're regurgitating. And for the first time, it resonates with them because it was you that said it. It's powerful, guys. Yeah. Carrie, talk about just, you know, how we are influencers in our own way and what kind of impact that has, especially on the repositioning of the commercial real estate world. Yeah. So it was funny because we, we were talking about this. I was recently in Scottsdale with Hello Jenny on Scottsdale Promenade. We're doing the social media for them. And we did a little happy hour with the Arizona Digital Army people. And while we were sitting there, 
you know, at Hello Jenny, we'll use influencers to introduce us to brands and we pay them like a, almost like a finder's fee. It's just a small flat fee. If they introduce us to a business owner who signs a lease at the property, they get $2,000 or something like that. And so while we're there, sorry, I was getting a phone call. Uh, while we're sitting there, um, talking, talking about this, I said, you know, you guys are influencers, whether you represent the tenant or not. Um, like we need a coffee shop at Scottsdale Promenade. And if you guys introduce us to an owner of a coffee shop, we will pay you a, a finder's fee. And Julie, I'm sorry, I keep using this example, but it made, it like made my heart so happy when you said this. Um, I think she's in here. Where is she? I thought I saw her. Oh no, it's Jen. That's right. So Jen says, or Julie says to Jennifer, she's like, do you know what she's, she's talking about? And they both kind of like shook their heads. And these are people who are super active on social in commercial real estate. And so we said, look, you're the influencer, not the broker. Like you, we, in our sphere of influence, doesn't matter how many followers we have, we have the relationships, one that brands want and that landlords want with brands. And so our sphere of influence is larger than our follower base. And so I can't tell you how many times we're helping a property on social media that has nothing to do with social. And we make an introduction to a tenant just because we have a relationship with them. And I didn't reach out via social. I picked up my phone and called them or sent them a text. And that's just leveraging our sphere of influence. And so if if we start thinking of ourselves that way and we start using our network here at the digital army that way, it's really, really powerful. And it does translate into transactions. And so uh, even if you just make an introduction and you make a couple thousand dollars, you do that 10 times. I mean, it adds, it just adds up. So. Carrie, can well, you, just, can you talk about sort of what the do's and don'ts as far as, you know, uh, you, you, we represent a lot of properties, but we don't want to necessarily start promoting properties on, let's say, Instagram. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we, we want to try to find creative ways to to talk about what we're doing, and then you know, have people know that uh, you know, then go to our website or something like that. But we don't necessarily want to start promoting properties every day because I feel like you will you will tune people out. They're just not gonna they're not gonna listen. It's like it's like the email blast. You just like people. Are That's right. Out. And so can you talk about a little bit about how you transition or how you, um, you know, about creating your brand so that you are, you know, first of mind when you're, let's say, networking with, with new landlords? Yeah, I think the very first step, and this is, this is what happened with me when I was building the, the brand for Carrie Bob and Co. was, and I know a lot of you guys have heard me say this a million times, but I was trying to figure out how to make my feed look like a retailer feed and not a real estate feed. And I was like, if I had a product, I would shoot professional photos of it. I'm not shooting buildings and I'm not just gonna have my whole feed be buildings. And then it just occurred to me that it was our relationships that people hire us for, our influence, because we are influencers in this space. And so we started uh, putting people on our feed. And you guys, that is such, that is the biggest game changer that you guys could do today. Rather than talking about your third wave coffee shop at your shopping center, like highlight the barista. And it's a, a wide range of people, diversity from like levels of income to ethnicity, to gender, to roles within a company. Like you can highlight the CEOs and founders, but you can also highlight 
like we had a property up in Northern California, the landscaper was retiring after 30 years and he, he cared about these trees on the property. And so we featured him and all everybody up there loved him. And so I think when you make it about the people, it does a couple things. One, it personalizes it and you're not like humble bragging, right? You're genuinely talking about your client in a very authentic way, but it's just implied that this is your client, you're working on this asset. And then the other thing when we include people is that it goes to their platform. So a lot of times that person will share it or at least like it and comment on it. And then when they comment on it, it gets pushed to their network. And so that's just a real simple thing that we can all do is feature more people when talking about our properties. I, I definitely see the difference between when we're uh, posting, posting uh, people versus uh, an inanimate object, uh, the amount mm -hmm. of reaction, the amount of reaction we get or just the connections we get with someone just starts to reach out and just to say hello. And that's to me what it's what it's all about. You know, I also work doing a lot of work with um, with Jason and his team and really appreciative of the, of, um, the business that he brings to us in Boston. And I feel like a lot of people I've never met on his team, but because of the social, I know them and I may reach out personally on something or think about something on a more on a personal level. And that to me is the, that's where the gold is in all of this. Well, and I also think you want to use your feed as a resource. Like you want people to come back to your feed if they're trying to find something. So my personal feed, I'm trying to give more insights into how to grow your personal brand or how to use social media and commercial real estate. On Carrie, Bob & Co., every Friday, we do a feature Friday, and we feature some of our favorite brands. And our goal when we first started out was to kind of stump the retail real estate community. We wanted people to go see what we're featuring and be like, how did they find these brands? Like, how do they know who these brands are. And we had kind of gotten away from it a little bit last year. And then I was having coffee with Jamal and he, he told me, he said, the, the thing I love most about your feed is that you, you have great brands. And oftentimes I'd come back to your feed to see who, who was this menswear tenant that Carrie featured? And, uh, I'm and, not going to lie. I think I bought a pair of sweatpants because of you last year. That's amazing. See, yeah. that, and like, that's an influencer. Like yeah. I've had a lot of people, it surprises me every time. And I don't have like a massive following that people will buy things because we are endorsing it. Right. And you know, one of the things I would encourage all of you guys to use, use this as content. But one of the things we're going to do in the next couple of weeks is um, feature. We came up with like seven to 10 with Jamal's help. We had lunch with Jamal of our favorite San Diego based retail brands. And for the summer, these are brands that everyone should be following. Like if you guys aren't in San Diego and I, I came up with that because when we were on, I think it was the last clubhouse, you know, Viore is based in San Diego and they are massive here. Like everybody wears Viore. I swear I have like eight jogger pants, a bunch of sweatshirts, like everybody knows Viore. And then Jay, when you said you had just heard about them because they were popping up on your Instagram, I realized that they're they're so big here because they're from here. But other people, you guys all should be following them. Like they're they're great. And so we came up with, I don't know, somewhere between seven to ten San Diego brands that you should to watch in the retail world. And we're gonna do a little blurb on them. But I think if you guys did that for your hometown and people knew that we could like go to your feed and see 
who are you watching in Boston? Who's up and coming in Boston? That's yeah. a great resource for people. Totally. I, I see on here, I don't know if Gabriel wants to come up and talk, but I know Gabe, I've never met Gabe. I've dealt with their company up here in Boston, um, but he does an amazing job. I'm curious with, with regard to Gabe, like what he sees as um, how it affects his business. And because um, he, he clearly is building a, a great brand for himself, but he works for a larger company. So I'm curious how he, he coordinates that. Hey, Gabe. Hey, Mr. Adams. I, well, first of all, I appreciate that. That's very honored that you even know who I am. So I take that as a win. That's a win. <laughs> that, that's a win. I, I, look, I, look for your, uh, I look for your content all the time. I'm very humbled that you would say that. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I, I like I like what you said a, a, a lot. You know, you you speak about how you were very shy about getting up and not feeling like you have something to say. But I always feel like you, your delivery is awesome. And I feel like you are very approachable and you feel I mean, I've never met you in person, but you, you come across as, you know, someone that I want. I want to do business with. And that's well, that's powerful. Wow. I'm I don't even know how to say it, but thank you to that. Um, I think the biggest, and you're right, I work for a very one of the largest REITs in the country. How do you separate personal brand from what doing for Regency? And I think it's just being transparent and telling the story of the properties. It's not just the building. A great example is we just put a post up last week on we have an all-female construction team running Dade County, and we're working on a public expansion at one of our shopping centers. The post is just a picture of all of us walking through the shopping center. It's a kudos to Regency and the team. But the bottom of that post talks about the two vacancies that we have in that shopping center. And if you're looking to join a brand new Publix at a very prominent intersection in Dade County, reach out to me, which people have sent me DMs asking what the rates are, what can you do there, et cetera. So to Carrie's point from prior, it's not, here's my listing, here's my listing, here's my listing. It was a post about the people. So for me, when I'm building my personal brand, I'm telling the stories of the people. I'm talking about my vacancies. I'm talking about what I'm going through. And the properties are almost secondary to what I'm doing. The content is not about Regency and the shopping centers. It's about what Gabe is doing to fill the vacancies. And I think people feel what you just said. I'm approachable. They can ask me questions. I get a lot of DMs from other brokers who, hey, how'd you put a deal like this together? These are the terms of this deal. How would you approach this deal? I get a lot of that because I'm not always talking about the deals. I'm talking about me as a person, what I'm dealing with to get deals done. I, I, I don't know if that answers the question. It does, absolutely. Um, yes. I'm curious, Gabe, how does your company, because you, you work for such a, obviously a read, a publicly traded company. How does your company view your social media handle and how because a lot of companies restrict it you know there are there are larger companies that totally restrict it and i think obviously that holds them back how do you how do you what how do you view that through, through your lens and were they encouraging about it were they not how does that work i was extremely fortunate when they hired me i already had an online presence and the reason that regency reached out to me was because of a social media post that they saw so it's very hard for them to, to say to me now, don't do this, because the reason they called me was because of my social media. Um, also, I'm very, and if you look at all of my content, I'm very, very well aware that anything that I say publicly, anything that I post needs to be representative of the entire company. So I'm also not an idiot in posting things out about tenants or 
anything negative. I've never done that except one time, which got me in trouble with a grocer many, many years ago and was a lesson learned in if I'm going to operate as a landlord, I need to be careful about what I post. So I've never given Regency any reason to tell me not to do something. Um, they're very encouraging of it. They've been looking to modernize the company have asked me to kind of help them do that. Um, but they also understand that it's a very fine line, right? Because if one of their agents goes off the rails and posts something negative about one of their largest tenants, it's a big problem. And I think there has to be a certain trust factor between corporate and individual agent. You need to believe in who you hired and know that this person is never going to do something that will put you in jeopardy as a company. Um, I think my track record speaks for itself. I've been online for I don't know how many years and I've never crossed that line because I just use common sense. And I ask myself, if my CEO were looking at me post this, would it be a problem? And if it is, then I probably won't post it. That gets tweeted or in the DMs. That doesn't go that doesn't go live on, on social. Um, uh, and that's how it's been. Regency has been very receptive. They've been very encouraging. I think I've only gotten in trouble for one post. And when I when I looked at it, I was like, yeah, I, I could kind of see why that would be taken that wrong way. And that was with that one grocer, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. Well, all good. I, one of these days, I'm going to uh, call you up when I'm in uh, the Miami area. I'll be there in a couple of weeks. So maybe we'll connect. Oh, man, I'd absolutely love that. I love getting to connect with people from social into the real world. It's uh, it's very validating when you can meet people that you kind of feel like you already know. And they're the same person that you've dealt with online in the same real world. And you can kind of talk deals and retail and how can we help each other grow our businesses. I see another person on here. Um, and I'm going to invite up if you'd like to speak, Irina. Uh I don't know Irina, but we connected on uh, on social, and um, I see her feeds all the time, and and they're great. Um, I get uh, very uh, uh, jealous of the food. She seems to be in a lot of great restaurants all the time. And 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 you, and you cooking the octopus one time that was uh, pretty cool. Thank you, Adam. Hi, guys. Um, good to see or hear you all. Um, Hi, Irina. Yeah, so I'm still in the process of learning. I joined Digital Army at the beginning of pandemic. Um, so I had all the time in the world to kind of explore and educate myself and listen to people that know what they're doing, like Jason, Carrie, and everyone else with the pink ring um, here in this room. So I am grateful to be a part of this group and it's fun. It gives me a little bit of an anxiety sometimes because you have to be consistent and, you know, you have to think about all these things that um, you guys mentioned earlier today. But it definitely um, translates into business and translates into relationships and uh, new prospects. So that's that's my two cents. Great stuff. I, I was curious if anyone could, could say some of the tools. I know Gabe's mentioned some of them and Carrie, you're really good. You between Planoly and some of the other apps that you've used to help you along the way to get organized, to schedule your stuff. Can you, can either of you or any of you talk a little bit about what some of the apps that you've been using that have, that have been game changers for you? Yeah. The biggest question I get from people is how do you plan your content? How do you schedule it out? And I've used a, a couple different apps. Planoly is my favorite, although I, I would tell you that it's, just a personal preference. I think you have to kind of go in and look at the user face of 
all the different ones, but it, it makes such a big difference when you're, and it just takes the anxiety level down a notch or two. I think when you're sitting there going, what am I going to post? And even if sometimes I don't have it fully scheduled out, just knowing that they're sitting there and I just have to like add a caption and then post it makes a huge difference. And so I would recommend using Planoly or later, or I know previews pretty big. I've used that a little bit. And then there's another one. Hang on. I'm going to look up. I always say it wrong. Give me one second. Unum. U-N-U-M is a really popular one right now. I'm seeing that a lot on Instagram. People like influencers pushing that one. The, the stories tool that I absolutely love is Unfold. And it and there's all different kinds of designs. You just drop your picture in there and then it makes the stories look a little bit more put together. I use that on a daily basis, but plainly, I, I don't know if I could live my life without it. Good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, Jay, I'm curious, um, what, what are your essential tools that you say, I got to carry with me every day besides your phone? Are there, are there other things that you're like, I've got to have to... Yeah, uh, Brittany Minetti, uh, Gina Baxter. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but you know, in all seriousness, I well, first and foremost, I have uh, I have two uh, gimbals, you know, uh, little like mini uh, tripods. One's more like a selfie stick. One's more like a, you know a little. Uh, uh, portable tripod that I could, uh, fit anywhere easily. Uh, I can't live without those. If I didn't have that earlier today, when I was sitting with Aaron, um, you know, obviously couldn't, couldn't really have captured, uh, good, good content, uh, without positioning the phone properly. Um, but you know, as I, I guess this could be kind of a, you know, a, a good, a good, uh, point to discuss as well you know as, as you start to excel and find that you're actually getting uh you know enough business and roi out of using these tools you can then go out and hire people uh to develop a team around you right that that allows you to to actually uh create more content right so you know i i do real I, it's funny because i don't realize oftentimes how lucky how fortunate i am to do a lot of the, uh, you know, I'm only doing a small portion of the content creation, which is typically the, the filming myself part. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I turn, I just literally flip those video clips over to Brittany, uh, and the team and they make it look beautiful and seamless and effortless. And, you know, that allows me to run the, run the businesses that, uh, that I run. Right. So if I was, focused so much on not only the uh, video par part, but the editing and distrib distribution part, uh, I wouldn't be able to, to do as much as I do and also cover as much territory as I do, you know, just generally speaking in business. Um, because again, at the end of the day, like I couldn't afford to do any of this if, uh, if, if Sabre wasn't thriving, right? And uh, if, if Hello Jenny wasn't thriving, um, so, you know, and, 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 but I will say it, it's, it's extremely 
important to, to the, the companies that I'm referring to that I'm involved in, you know, social media really makes them tick. So, um, so I, I'm all in on it as you guys know. Uh, but yeah, Adam, there's not like, other than my actual phone, I'm not fancy. It's like, I'll get the job done with just my phone. I, I respect that. I, you know, we're, we're, what I'm amazed at, and I, I, um, I envy uh, the economies of scale that you have, you know, that's the struggle that we have um, is that, you know, in, unless I'm creating it and doing it, or unless I go out and hire some more people, uh, you know, I've got to find the time. So that's, that's the thing I struggle with. I know Carrie, you're really good at it. You've got a great team behind you, but that's definitely where, where we fall down. I recognize the value and the power of the, of the brand building and the networking and that you got to be out there, but definitely that that's something that I, I aspire to. And I, I, I respect uh, you all, um, you know, Carrie and Jason for what you guys have created because you've inspired me to, to, to step it up. I, I think you can do it without a, a team. Like it, it looks really intimidating. I think you need to get some, and I don't mean you, Adam, I just mean like anybody listening who doesn't have a, a Brittany. I think if you have some presets and you can buy presets from just, if you guys look up hashtag Lightroom presets on Instagram, all these influencers are making them find like the, the colors or the, the mood that you like, it's, it's probably like $30 and you get maybe six presets and use the same preset on every image of your feed. So your feed looks, uh, cohesive. And then, um, I use the UBZ ring light and tripod. That's like $30. I think good lighting makes a massive difference. And so it's worth on Amazon, um, getting that. And then I recently picked up, um, it's not necessary, but in the UBZ, like just tripod, the real short one that I can throw in my backpack, because I think when you're, and we use it to do reels when we're on property for some of our, our clients, like on at Hello Jenny, we posted a reel at Famous Footwear. Um, and that was just shot from the phone on a tripod, a Famous Footwear corporate reposted it. And so I think those three things, um, getting some presets on your phone, a ring light with a tripod, and then a simple tripod to shoot reels or, or just even like images of yourself working, I, I think will make a big difference. Huge. Nice. Anyone else want to come up, talk about well, what they're I, doing? I, yeah, well, I'm, I'm taking advantage of uh, somebody awesome just jumping into the room and pulling him on stage uh, uh so for those of you who don't know justin uh justin is a huge inspiration to me and doing tremendous things uh with regard to social media content creation video production in real estate uh is close with ryan sirhan uh who i also get a lot of inspiration and uh, share tips and techniques uh, with and get, you know, from obviously uh, just, and we're just, you know, talking about obviously the importance of developing a personal brand in real estate uh, and, and the different things we couldn't live without. We'd love to get some of your feedback on, uh, on what. My man, iron sharpens iron. I saw your name and you inspire me as well. That's why I literally hopped in was support the group and try and bring in some more people because I know the army gets down and drops some real nuggets. So 
happy to see it and I appreciate the question. Um, yeah, I think it comes to a conversation I had yesterday on Clubhouse about this and somebody was asking me about when I look for agents, do they have to be on social, right? Do they have to be into digital marketing? And I, I say no, because it's not a requirement. I look for intelligence, energy, and ethics. But what happens is when they come and start working with us, they see it's not really an option anymore, right? Like you may be pushing back and saying, you know, I, I like being old school and trust me, I'm I'm the most old school, new school person out there. I'll pick up the phone all day, which is why I love this app. But I mean, truthfully, I compare what's happening out there in the industry to the recent release of Godzilla versus King Kong, where you have the tech stack companies that are coming after the consumers and doing a damn good job at it that are marketing firms, pulling attention away from the old school industry, which would be the, I guess, King Kong fighting Godzilla. But the way that I think about it is, you know, while they're fighting, I'm trying to be Ultron playing in another sandbox where they can't compete with me because I'm belly to belly with consumer using the social stacks and the tech stacks to amplify what I do, right? So when you ask about what I can't live without, with I can't live without new media because for me, it allows me to amplify my voice in so many different ways. What I had to do is put a lot of systems in place so that I can still be me 90% of my day and that 10% of my effort gets you know stacked and duplicated amongst the different platforms through the systems I put in place. So it looks like I spend all my day on social media pumping out content. But yeah, I, I can tell you like it almost feels like once you get into this stuff and you know this, Jay, it's like you hack the matrix because stuff is happening while you're not even there. You're going out getting more information in clubhouse rooms, new ways of doing things. And by the time you're getting the phone calls, you're three more steps ahead. So man, it's it's an exciting world out there. There's a lot of opportunity. And I guess I'll wrap it up with this. Anybody that hasn't done it, understand that Jay and myself started like on YouTube, Googling, like how to edit a video, like how to shoot a vlog, like what do I do for my intro? Like how do I post an Instagram photo? It all started with that first step and then another and then another. And every single person here can do it. I'm not any smarter or more special than anybody. I just did it consistently for a long period of time. So hopefully that helps a little bit. You're, you're such a beast, dude. You covered so much in such a short period of time. I don't think you came up for air. That's, that's my life, man. I'm highly caffeinated and ready to go. So I'm happy to hang out for a bit. Yeah, please do, man. Respect and, and appreciate all that insight so much. I love the I love the uh, the new school old school Justin. That was good. That's that's kind of how I view myself. I, you know, obviously I want to I want to work all of the stuff in the new school, but I I I practice the old school, which is like you know the the true networking, the digging, the turning over the rocks, and uh, you know the, the 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 daily grind, if you will. But um, I, I I love it. Um, I'm, I'm I love you, you know it's funny because Justin, what you just said you know, makes me think about how so many people approach this as if you can't do old school techniques that are tried and true as well as new school techniques. Like everybody, for the most part, approaches this as if you have yeah. to choose one. And it's not or, it's and. You should be doing what works for you traditionally at a legacy kind of brokerage firm, right? As well as what is current and, and going to work for you in the future. And you should marry those two and come up with a formula that works well for you. I don't, 
it, it boggles my mind that people are so confused. They make it seem like everybody who uses social media is saying, you should not do what you used to do. You need to do this. Yeah, let's expand on that for a second. And let's use Ryan's concept, right? Because you and I know him and that, that concept of, you know, follow back, follow through with clients is everything, right? Like just picking up your phone is how you actually generate business. But I think people need to break in their minds that social media is this magical thing. It's a communication platform. Social media is a telephone. Social media is a newspaper. Social media is a video. It's everything. It's a method of communication. So when I'm doing my follow-ups for my under contract people, I'll give you a hack. I do a lot of those with anybody that is in my Instagram on Instagram. The reason I do the DMs on Instagram to people, I just DM'd a developer, like one of the biggest developers in my market on Instagram. We communicate on that platform because I know he uses it and he responds all the time. But as he communicates with me, I know Instagram's like, oh, John likes Justin. I'm going to show John more of Justin's stuff. And the algorithm actually does a lot of work for me. If I just text him, there's no algorithm that's going to feed him my content because I texted him, right? So it's understanding how the platforms operate and, and just navigating the tools and you using the tools, not just jumping on TikTok, scrolling for two hours and then wondering why you didn't post something, right? It's going on TikTok and having a piece of content that you shot in portrait mode on your phone and dropping that, even if it doesn't hit, you're better doing that than you are scrolling for two hours. But I'd like people to get an understanding of how the platforms work, not feel overwhelmed and just understand they're no different than picking up the phone. It's just a different methodology. Yeah, like that, that I, I never even actually thought about what you said. So you just, you just do that because, you know, I'll communicate with people that are on Instagram through the platform because I know that look for my content on Instagram if they're on there and they see me it's all about being kind of you know top of mind which is which is you know why we do this stuff to begin with but taking into consideration which method you're going to use to communicate uh, you know from uh, from an algorithm standpoint is is is, is brilliant just Jay you're breaking up on us it is brilliant. Uh, I've never heard that, Justin, and that is so that it, that it, you just blew my mind. And I and I think the other time I've heard you when you when you popped in and you were talking about investing in your broker's personal brand versus your company brand, like I completely shifted the way our company was handling or attacking our social strategy, and it's made such a huge difference and just mad respect. I think the way that you you've gone about it is it's paving a new path for how deals are going to get done and not the near just not the distant future. It's upon us. Yeah. I mean, it, Justin, this is where, you know, the, the communication with Ryan and, and, and talking about these concepts, uh, by the way, I'm in, in the car with the family in the, in the mountains of North Carolina. So I, I apologize for the, the quality of the audio a and for my my children in the background making noise um we, we all know how that goes so but i really think carrie to take what you just said a step further you know i truly believe that like the company that you work for as a real estate broker does not matter anymore 
you know, and I keep saying that, meaning, you know, the tools, the resources that a company provides to you, you know, the split structure, uh, you know, how, how a company not only allows you to develop a personal brand, but encourages it and gives you the, the support to do that, like Sirhan does in, in the residential space. Tremendous. That's exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, and Justin, you play in both arenas, residential and commercial, you know, in the commercial space, it's, it's like the, the big four companies are still telling their, their agents that they can't use social media, forget actually helping them, you know, figure out how to be better at it because they know that it drives business in this digital era. They're saying you flat out can't do it. And I think honestly that that's going to be a really, really, uh, major, uh, there's going to be consequences to them operating that way and, and doing exactly the opposite of what you and I say and do because they want all of their agents to shine that spotlight back on the company logo. And that is completely backwards in today's world. But Jay, you don't see that. You don't see that damn breaking though. You know, one of those houses changes their, their play. Do you don't see that damn breaking? I do. Well, I'm, I'm telling you right now that they're extremely vulnerable, right? I mean, yeah. you know, let's let's use the example of Kyle and Sarah joining Saber from CBRE, you know, a year and change ago because he was so sick and tired of getting called into the principal's office for creating amazing content. Yeah. But I think it'll happen over time. It's not going to have, it's not going to be like, you know, oh, next week, you know, one of these companies is in, is in trouble because, you know, they're not allowing their agents or even encouraging their agents to do this type of stuff. Uh, because, you know, I think it, 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 it will continue to happen slowly over time. Justin, what are your. I, I think it'll happen, but it'll never be super aggressive. I think you're still going to have to color within the lines. And it's interesting because it's better for the company when you allow your people, because like everything we're saying, people connect with people on a social network. And so they feel like, like Adam, we've never met, but I know you and you don't have that same connection with a company. And so Jay, to your point that they're doing it backwards, if the company would invest in their people building a, a solid personal brand, you're actually building a relationship with the company through that person. Completely. Yeah, Justin just pinged me that he's on a call. Um, com- uh, yeah, it, I agree with that entirely. And it, it's almost, you know, it, it's actually helping Sabre grow by default because there's so many disgruntled agents out there that you know just feel like there's no no place for them to belong and you know carrie i know you and i have shared this sentiment of you know not necessarily being able to be as uh entrepreneurial you know when you're under that big umbrella and having to kind of you know step back in line Jay, I was laughing. I feel like I work for Saber half of the day when I'm getting peppered, like for updates from your team. <laughs> well, listen, man. I, by the way, I, I love that because I, I view Saber as a, a movement, and it doesn't matter if if ultimately you're a card carrying member or not, because you know we're just trying to collaborate 
and help people win. Totally. Um, you know, the same way that the digital army is. And it doesn't matter if, if you're, you know, like, that's what's interesting because I'm not trying to build a company that everybody works for, right? And, and that I sign everybody's checks. I'm trying to build a, a movement and a culture that, you know, when, when we win business and, and there's an opportunity in your market, Adam, or your market, Carrie, or your market, Irina, you know, we push the business your way because you're going to knock it out of the park for us. Um, and we're all winning, right? Like, so, you know, the, these tools have been, have been so amazing for that. And I know, Carrie, that it's going to change over time. Um, and I think, you know, actually that time could be sooner than later, just based on how quickly our industry is now adopting technology. And, you know, I keep going back to the point that if CoStar decided to become a brokerage tomorrow, we'd, we'd all be out of business. Uh, not, not literally, but it would change the game. Yeah, except that all their information is incorrect. <laughs> yeah, but if Adam Comvisor was a CoStar broker, that <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not, but uh, all good. Jay, really appreciate all of it. Um, this has been a good hour. I think we're, we're up on our hour, but um, a lot of nuggets here, uh, a lot of gold. I feel like I learned something o over the hour, and I'm, um, I'm motivated to, to post something, something great. And Justin, good to, good to connect with you. Love, love hearing what you had to say. And, I, and Irene as well. And Carrie, as always, I feel like I've been in your living room every day, Carrie. <laughs> Thank you. And thanks for yeah. hosting this. You did a great job, Adam. All great good. job, Adam. All right, Jay, I'm, I'm going to have to sign off because Doug Jerem is all over me and he's wondering why I just spent the last hour not working on our stuff. Yeah, no worries. I'll, uh, I'll close us out. So, guys, uh, same place, same time. Every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, we are the Digital Army. We record this room and push it out through the different platforms on social media because we're content creators. Uh, this will be up on the Sabre audio experience, anywhere you can find podcasts. Appreciate you all. Have a great Friday and a great weekend. Thanks guys.